Hello, everybody. We're here to talk about DJ Brown. My name is Nick Pollock, joined by Bill DeFilippo, Matt DeBear. You know the crew. Yeah, they're here. They're ready to talk. DJ Brown from Creekside down in Georgia, because Penn State has never had an unknown cornerback from Georgia come up here and be any good before. Uh, DJ Brown stands at 5'11", 175 pounds, committed back in uh, April, April 25th, 2016. Um, He's been one of the one of the players committed longest in this class and he has it's not the most interesting story of how he got to Penn State but it's it's interesting in the way that Penn State for the last uh, as it's sort of become a pattern that they are okay with kind of pulling these more under the radar prospects um, out of Georgia or Alabama and just kind of willing to take a chance on them knowing that so many guys down there get overlooked because there is so much talent. Um, so Matt, tell us the story of how DJ Brown came to Penn State. Well, as you mentioned, Nick, uh, he committed back in April shortly after his offer, which came um, just about 10 days before on April 15th um, when he was in town visiting for the Blue-White game and committed shortly thereafter. Um, never was another one of those guys that once he got the Penn State offer, it was really one that um, he was excited about and um, committed quickly and didn't really look around a whole lot. He got some other offers after the fact. Iowa State, Minnesota, Illinois are the ones that uh, 24, or 247 Sports um, has listed. He also has some offers from um, Mississippi State and Northwestern, Kansas State, um, Louisville. So not a guy that, um, for where he's ranked, you know, has a pretty good offer list. Um, and, you know, Bill and uh, you will get into a little bit here about what he brings to the table on the field. But one of those guys that um, the staff identified early and uh, – really never lost faith and even as um you know the the record improved during the year and uh there was some more interest that came up from from uncommitted prospects he was really a guy that they liked and felt comfortable with and uh he returned the favor yeah and it's 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 kind of up to us to pretty much trust the staff give them the benefit of the doubt at this point with players like this they've shown that they're very good evaluators so when they're willing to go in and give an offer to a kid that maybe you raise an eyebrow when you look at his uh, recruiting rankings or his offer sheet at the time of the offer. You kind of just have to trust the staff. They, they seem to know what they're doing. And on the field, DJ Brown, um, he's he plays pretty much like the prototypical high school cornerback in a lot of ways. The high school game is obviously a lot different than college. Depending on where you are in the country, quarterbacks really aren't asked to do a whole lot in terms of throwing the ball. So high school quarterbacks can tend to get pretty opportunistic and go for big plays a lot, knowing that that's how they're going to make a big impact. And DJ Brown kind of fits that mold. He's very much willing to kind of sell out to try to make a big play. He's got good ball skills in the air. He's not a great cover corner just yet. That's something that he is still working on and he'll work on when he gets to Penn State. He has... Not great sizes, just a tad shorter than you'd like him to be, but that's kind of a theme with Penn State's cornerbacks in this class. Um, So overall, he's kind of a guy that you bring on board, you take advantage of those um, ball hawking skills, and you kind of hope that he can learn better technique and kind of work things out from there. Bill, what are we looking at as far as what sort of impact down the line DJ Brown is going to make and when he is going to make it? I mean, the thing with DJ Brown is I think we all agree, kind of like you mentioned, Nick, he has to uh, go from being that ball-hawking type just because that's what's ingrained in him to being a more all-around cornerback. And fortunately, with the bodies and the depth that Penn State has at cornerback, plus the talent they have in that position, that's something that, that, that's a luxury that they're afforded. I mean, John Reed, Grant Haley, 
uh, Amani Oruwarie, Christian Campbell, Garrett Taylor. They're all going to be around for a while. Adding in, I mean, in this class alone, they're going to be adding in uh, Donovan Johnson, who we're all pretty high on, and then Lamont Wade, who we are all very high on. So fortunately, they have time with Brown to let him develop, uh, let him go from being, I mean, he is the tallest quarterback in this class, and that is one thing that uh, we we know Penn State has, they're looking at uh, Tariq Castro Fields. I mean, we're doing this at Tuesday afternoon on Tuesday afternoon. So if he uh, picks Penn State, we're we haven't learned about this yet. But height is one thing Penn State needs in a cornerback, and uh, Brown is listed on twenty four seven as five eleven one seventy five. He has some height. He has some length to him, and that's something that if he has an advantage over the next couple of years to potentially get into the lineup, he has that over guys, uh, over a guy like a Donovan Johnson. Uh, again, though, there's talent, there's depth. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if we almost see him on a trajectory kind of like what we saw out of Jordan Smith this year, uh, where he really didn't get an opportunity until his senior year, but once he got it, he was able to take advantage of it and do some fun stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we don't, I mean, he's pro- I would assume he redshirts this year. Uh, the next year or two is maybe slowly, after that is maybe just slowly folding him into everything. And then by the time he's a redshirt junior, maybe that's the point where we see him a little bit consistently. But uh, yeah, if he makes an impact, I, I would assume it's going to be in a situation like that. We also can't discount the fact that he could certainly make an impact uh, dancing in the locker room. We saw a video of him dancing on the Beaver Stadium field with all the commits. That was and, him. And uh, I believe it was, yeah. I mean, we, he, was the, he was wearing like a Dez jersey or something. And he I, was. I, I don't remember what it was, but I feel like there was a picture of him that came out the following day and his hair was like a different color. So it may not have been him, but it may have been, I don't know, but it was, that mm. was fun. Lamont Wade had a fun time watching that. And as we will talk about later, when Lamont Wade is happy, I am happy. And in the foreshadowing of all foreshadowing, Dylan Rivers walked away from that circle. So you can uh, learn everything you need. You can learn everything you need to learn by watching Penn state recruits dance. Anything else on DJ Brown fellas? Nope. All right, moving on. Sweet. 